Welcome back to Weedology, everybody. I am your caveman professor, Ricky. <laughs> and I am your normal professor, Ethan. I have gone clinically insane during this quarantine. <laughs> he I, has. I can verify. I am not shaving. I'm barely bathing. And I'm barely surviving. I am essentially dead to the world, both personally and socially. It hurts, Ethan. <laughs> this hurts me in my soul. I it's thought, honestly rough to see you like this. I thought as a weeb I would be prepared for this situation, but at the end of the day, I am not even close. I'm not even close to prepared for this. And there's so much anime to watch. Like I'm not, I'm not sad at the amount of anime I have at my disposal to watch. It's right. just I have uh, realized how much of my introversion has been offset by my routine of extroversion, going to the office, going to the gym, going out in public. But now that every day and every night is in the same room, in the same apartment, it's like a cage, Ethan. See, for me, it's like, go out in public? Ooh, no thanks. <laughs> it was, but, Talk are, to people? Eh, I'm you, good. Are you saying it was always like that? Oh, yeah. So you're always... This, this is just a... Uh, kind of an official federal, even statewide, sa- like a uh, uh, sanction, saying, "Ethan, you're right. Stay inside. You can ew the public. You can." You it just can- kind of seems like, like clearly, I had the right idea <laughs> all along. <laughs> yeah. Actually, you kind of had the right idea all along. I will cause... say, like, not being able to get toilet paper is a bit of a bummer. Have you actually not been able to get toilet paper? No. <laughs> you, you. So I ordered sushi about a week ago. And this ba- absolutely baffles me what he's about I, to tell you. <laughs> I got sushi, couple rolls, maybe three, but I got an extra roll, a roll I was not expecting. And I got a toilet paper roll and it came inside of the bag because I'm assuming that the restaurant that I ordered from isn't obviously having people in. So they have just a abundance of toilet paper, a.k.a. paper gold, and they just gave it. To me, in my order, in the bag. And I'm loving it, dude. I'm loving this. Yeah, it. it's just like... <laughs> <laughs> that was a loud uh, ding on my old comp there. I'm going to go ahead and quickly turn that off. But I'm just saying, the uh, honestly, the gall of people buying like 50 rolls of toilet paper. It's like, dude, <laughs> do you really think you're going to use all 50 before they can replenish it? I think the virus that shall not be named, given YouTube is actually cracking down on monetization on that so whatever but is the virus, uh humankind <laughs> the kung flu if you will oh, no. um, is basically oh no <laughs> oh yes basically it uh it doesn't make you shit uncontrollably that's not a symptom <laughs> not by the at way all. so buying toilet paper is actually not something you want purell okay i can see it it makes sense hand sanitizer buy that Keeps your hands clean, keeps your face clean. I don't know where you're putting it. Keeps whatever part of you clean. But toilet paper, that's not a symptomatic response to this disease. Yeah, so I, I mean, understand. It's, it's pretty bonkers. I think I have like one or two rolls left, but I do have oh, no. an insane amount of uh, paper towels. So I'll be okay regardless. More surface area, more rugged, more textured to grab the shit with. I think, honestly, paper towels might be your way to, way to go. Oh so my from God. your professors, Ow. use paper towels. It's going to be rough. If you got nothing else, it's I would say if you got napkins first, I'd try that. Sure, for sure. But if you have paper towels and nothing else, get the bounty on your booty. That's all you need. <laughs> That's all you need. Because it'll grab better. It'll feel rougher. But hell, in a time of not feeling anything, oh. locked inside... Bounty can provide you to feel something. <laughs> this is terrible. I know it is. Are you okay? No, I'm not okay. Ricky has, like we said in the last episode, looked into the void. <laughs> and it didn't just stare back at me. It gave me a big old hug and say, you're coming with me, dude. Yeah, and I am, nihilism. Let's I am do in, it. I am in the void. So I am your nihilistic professor, Ricky. Nothing matters. <laughs> Everything sucks. Buy Bounty and wipe your ass with it. <laughs> <laughs> and we are, yes, you've guessed it, sponsored by Bounty. Bounty the quicker picker-upper. <laughs> Specifically your dingleberries. <laughs> so, Ethan, what in the fuck are we talking about today? Um, well, by the first six minutes, I would say everyone would disagree that we're going to talk about anything useful, but... <laughs> 
yeah, so we actually watched Beastars on Netflix. It was finally released. I had waited until it came out on Netflix to watch season one. Same here. Um, honestly, as like a, a silent, um, what's it called when you like, yeah, silent protest. Um, really? I just like. A silent protest. I'm getting out of chill mode to get ready to talk about this one right quick. It's just like, I don't know why the hell you would um, hold us ransom for like months and then release it, right? That's the Netflix jail. That's what it's always been. Yeah, I know. It's just, I mean, it's that's dumb. Yeah. But we are, in fact, talking about Beastars, the Netflix anime at the moment that I would argue is the most hype in the normie news and, and general media. If you have been kind of keeping up with uh current uh news outlets that actually like talk about this kind of thing they have been unimaginably hype on b stars and we're here to talk about maybe why and our own thoughts on it because we did a little digging on the reviews and imbd gave it an 8.1 and my anime list gave it an 8.4 and on my anime list above an 8 is insane yeah like, like it's actually you may as insane. well win an oscar right but ethan how do you feel overall about this season i need to so you need to tell the people yeah it's 24 episodes right yeah is it that seems really long no it's not it's no it's 12 12 okay maybe 13 yeah. yeah and so i would say halfway through i was really hype on it so so and then after six, that Okay. You were good, and then yeah, 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 and then after that, I thought it was complete garbage. Yikes! That's um, hard to hear. So <laughs> honestly, that that irks to hear a bit. It hurts to hear, given all of the outlet. And I was still hype, maybe until episode eleven. <laughs> wow, you really went I, nearly I, the full distance. I was hype. They had a really good end game going, and in my opinion, they slipped on the landing, botched it. And landed on their face. But mm. we will get into why. So, Ethan. 10,000 feet. I know it's been a couple weeks since we watched it because isolation is a thing. We are now recording more episodes. What can you tell us about the plot? What do you remember about the plot? Um, great question. <laughs> so, <laughs> I believe the plot is mostly about Zoot- Zootopia. So... <laughs> <laughs> No, it's like uh, anthropomorphic <laughs> animals, um, carnivores so and herbivores, but it's based in a high school, and there was recently a tragedy where a, I think he was like a little sheep boy or a llama boy or something. It's a llama boy. It's a llama boy. Yeah, the llama right. boy was killed by what everyone is suspecting is a carnivore. Interesting you say suspecting. I'm uh, I actually <laughs> huh? my, my theory my theory is it's not as har- my my theory is it's not a carnivore it's not a predator that's my theory so I'm curious that's uh, it's cool that you said that but- okay and then so there's like some tensions betwixt the two um groups Thanks. yes <laughs> this man's a linguistia yeah 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 I mean read a book every now and then <laughs> read a book <laughs> no so uh, there's some strife between them you know a little bit more like uh fear between i would guess it seemed like from the what they propagated through the <laughs> show is that previously there had been like semi harmony between them in the um high school and now it seems like it's kind of breaking down because it hit close to home i think that that's always the uh kind of feeling with shows like this i mean with zootopia is obvious the uh direct parallel to a show like this is like the one thing you have to talk about when it comes to social commentary with anthropomorphized animals is predator versus prey. And they seem to like Zootopia have always had a tenuous relationship and harmony between the two, but they've always had their prejudices and never talked about. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think the parallel to like the legitimate animal kingdom is there, right? Like, right. They all kind of live together, and then, you know, they hunt every now and then, and, you know, predator prey. There's mm-hmm. just that that uh, natural um, relationship out there. Um, but, like, f- through the show, I think they kind of just try to show that, like, but obviously add the anthropomorphic version, which is just, like, 
make these animals like humans and then have like an interaction of a freaking Japanese high school. <laughs> it's and it's very much uh like a Japanese high school or at least the ones they portray in anime. The structure system is very important, you know. Uh people have rank, people have status. There is a uh well-known understanding of oh, this is the guy that's at the top or this is the guy who's the leader of this club and there's this club and that club. Um they definitely put obviously a Japanese high school anime spin on all of these people or sorry animals uh <laughs> in into this show uh but uh it, when it comes to this high school's like system and the prey predator dynamic it starts out with this particular crime against the killing of this llama boy which who will go unnamed because I do not remember him at all um <laughs> But we have our boy, our main character, male lead, Lagashi, who kind of comes in. And what are your thoughts on Lagashi as a main character type role? Yeah, so he's like, uh, first of all, he's a gray wolf, so he is a predator. He is um, a predator. Relatively, like, large and strong one, which is, like, some one cool thing I think they did about it was, like, the kind of upper echelon of predators were still treated as like sort of upper echelon predator. Right. Like uh, closer to the apex predator, you know, kind of situation would get more respect from people or maybe not respect is the right word, but more like uh, people were more wary of them or like pissing them off or something like that. I think the respect is the right word. That's, that's the thing hmm. is the Gashi as a character knowing he is in the upper echelon of Apex Predators, didn't play the part. Right, he, he, like, tries to be as unthreatening as possible. Just to fit into a society where, you know, prey behavior is more attractive as a concept in a lot of regards. Um, predators seem to get the shit out of the stick in a lot of ways, and he's kind of aware of this, but he has this predator... Uh, mentality still within him if needed to be unleashed but at the same time some would call that instinct someone called it instinct he has the instinct within him but at the same time he represses it and keeps it suppressed to be a functioning member of this current society which i find to be a very interesting personality very interesting character dynamic to have as a as a person or animal i guess like, yeah, I mean, so, like, you'll see him walking around. He tries to make himself, himself seem as short, as small as he can. Like, he never yeah, he bears his He, like, fangs. slumps over and just yeah. keep... But he's, like, he's super tall. He's, like, super strong to be legit. And he's quick. Like, he's, uh, you know, he can literally beat somebody up super hard if, <laughs> if needed. But he keeps it all kind of packaged in real neat. So Yeah, yeah tucked in tidy. Yeah, talked in Tawaii. Uh <laughs> So we have our male lead in this show. And then we have our female lead, Haru, the bunny, the garden keeper herself. Ethan. Yes. What is your thoughts on Haru? I hate her beyond all <laughs> <laughs> beyond all that is holy. Like she's the worst character ever in an Man, anime. Man, I tried to give her the benefit of the doubt. Up and down, night and day, but by episode, like, 10 or 11, I just couldn't, man. Like, man, I wanted her to be okay. I wanted her to have a full-fledged journey, and honestly, I think uh, they have written her to have a journey into season two and beyond. So, I think her arc definitely, it, it, no, it's, it's not a think. It's, her arc is yet to be completed, but I still didn't like it. I still did not like the trajectory they gave her as a character, and... She, she is just not, she's not, I don't know, uh, what is it about her, man? Because you and I are both on the same page. She's, like, very one-dimensional. Like, there is no, there's nothing there other than her, like, victim mentality. And they try to, like, portray it as, like, this is the animal kingdoms, like, um, like, kind of the reason that she acts this way is because she is prey, right? And I think, you know... Wait, what, what, what way is she acting, by the way? Huh? How is she acting exactly in this show? Feel free to elaborate. Damn it. I was trying to get you to do it, but I'll do it. Um, so in this show. She's a hoe. She's a hoe. <laughs> she's a bunny hoe. She's a hair hoe. 
Like, it's it's not even veiled thinly, even by, like, episode four or five. Like, she, what she does in this show is she recognizes herself as prey, so she uses some kind of predatory instinct sexually by sleeping with a bunch of animals. And that's it. Like, and it, it didn't feel... I guess it kind of felt natural because there was a... It, it felt like it had to happen. And the best way I can explain that is... <laughs> Tell it, me more. I yeah. am so confused. So, with 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 anthropomorphic animals there are only in my opinion only so many stories you can tell the pros of using animals in a story like this is they already exhibit certain characteristics predators are more aggressive they can be that way naturally because oh it's a tiger it's a wolf they're gonna be predators or prey oh they're gonna be meek they're gonna be small they that these stories allow for a natural slotting of characteristics and it also allows for a natural slotting of certain uh storylines and one of them is a prey doing whatever they can to survive is a natural slotting for a story where you use animals like this in this particular way and you know the next step is haru being a sexual deviant essentially to sway other animals that are bigger than her in a certain way by basically sleeping with them um is kind it, it felt like okay that's not creative that's a natural slotting there's there's no creativity that's that's a natural way of telling oh i i think it hit me when they're both standing by the train uh Lagashi and haru and she said i had you don't know what it's like to be a prey you don't know what it's like to be someone who has to survive every day and just feel like they're surviving like that's that's natural beats happening all in front of me so i don't know it, it, it just I, I wish they had been more creative than making her a slut like, like. <laughs> well i mean it's just like they're using the like the the rabbit ideology of like oh they just they continually try to reproduce as much as possible again okay. another beat that they used yeah but it's like if you're going to use that animals in the animal kingdom don't don't go after species like all over the place right like i don't know they're i think they're trying to meld together it just doesn't work when it's animals if it was i think this show would be so much better if it wasn't animals i honestly agree i think you lose i think you lose like the instinct part of it and you lose some of the um like when lagashi smells blood or you know any predator really they'll, they'll do this like pretty beautiful scene where you can see it as like a plume, essentially of scent, and then you see it go into their, you know, nostrils Cerebrum. and schnozzle, yeah, the, the, and the hit the old uh, whatever the hell Abdula oblongata. They get omelin like lit up, and they yeah, just yeah. like they just freak out. Um, that's actually a good segue into like what the actual plot is about. So, uh, the story goes. <laughs> good this, question. The story goes in this show. That uh, Lagashi is asked by a certain deer, a reindeer, if you will, uh, named Lewis, a.k.a. Ruis in the sub, um, <laughs> to watch over the outside of a certain building while they do theater rehearsals for a play that's coming up. Now, Lewis... Like, like after hours. Yeah, Like after they're not hours. supposed to be on campus or in this building. Exactly. So he has him be like the lookout. Um, so it's dark and stuff. Now, Lewis the reindeer... Do, oh, I'm going to call him Reindeer for the rest of this episode. So, the Reindeer. Do you care for the Reindeer? I actually liked him for the most part. I liked him for the first half. I liked him for the first three quarters. That's fine. Three yeah, quarters. yeah, but that's the thing. <laughs> I'm willing it? to accept that. We'll talk, we'll talk about the ending here in a second. But, uh, yeah, he is basically the, the show's namesake, the B-Star, is the, the animal that I guess gets top dog, pun unintended, but also intended, um, <laughs> of the school. And they're basically allowed into animal politics and government after that, I guess, from the way that <laughs> from the way that the mayor has been. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, very poorly explained. Very poorly explained. But the B star is like, you know, head honcho, top shit. So, uh, this Lewis reindeer guy has the energy of a predator, but also is clearly a prey. So he is uh, trying to emulate something that he's not. Um. Uh, respects Lagashi for his uh, predatory instincts and prowess 
so asks him to, hey, I am going to be rehearsing this theatrics for this play. Please watch the outside of this building after dark. And as he's watching, Haru, the slut bunny, walks by and he goes into full-blown predator mode and nearly eats her ass. And I mean, like, seriously almost eats her ass, right? And uh, he then has this weird, for the rest of the show, he has this weird relationship between, you know, romantic love and predatory instinct where he's like, am I, you know, falling in love with her because I consider her my prey or... Yeah, like, which makes sense. I think that they're probably two sides of a similar coin. I don't know. I just, I don't know if you felt this way, but for me, it felt like they were trying to be so, like, pretentious and so, like, smart about it. And it's like, to me, that is not, that is not a creative, like you said earlier, that is not creative. It's not even really particularly that interesting because, like, it is a, it is a, like, natural law that we know is that, like, Predator animals will try to eat, you know, non-predator animals. I think that's why it doesn't feel creative. It's almost as if... That's what I'm saying. Is like, yeah, I think yeah. They're just like, they're using something that exists and everyone understands. They and they're trying it. to be like, oh, aren't we so, yes. like, highbrow? Exactly. They have it in their hands. And they're like, okay, we can take this in interesting ways. Which, honestly, I actually feel like they did. And I'll get to that in a second, but... You're right. They they have this and they put this predators eat prey animalistic concept on a pedestal and they see this as their mainstay of, oh, aren't we interesting? But the way that I find them doing it well is, you know, they have a bunch of characters with different viewpoints on what predators role in society is. That's pretty interesting. I, I think uh, it comes into a really good point in a couple scenes. One where they have the, the quote black market where they basically eating meat is outlawed because what else are you going to eat except for each other? Right. Um, but the black market is a legit like street, like alleyway that you can go buy meat as a predator, as a carnivore, you can go eat that stuff. And I found that anytime they included that was actually quite interesting because that was something that, you know, the direct parallel of Zootopia didn't have the opportunity to have, right? They didn't have, Disney is not going to be, not going to show, you know, kin eating kin, right? They're never going to show that shit. But a show, you know, an anime of this nature has the, the leeway, the runway to show, hey, what the, what the fuck happens in a world where there are carnivores and there's nothing to eat but each other? the black market exists. And I think there's a very interesting uh, way to show that uh, they get the rocks off basically eating eating meat. And there was the, the, the moment where the, the goat in the alleyway says, I'll give you like 10K to eat my finger because he knows carnivores are so ravenous for meat. Like you can have, you can have my pointer finger for $10,000. Right. And you can eat, you can, you can fucking eat it right here, like live, fresh. And, one of the guys in the group was like, yeah, I'd do that. And then they all started salivating and stuff yeah, like that. But Yeah, that was interesting to me. I'm into that. I don't know. I thought it was... You felt those ham-fisted? A little bit on the nose. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, like legitimately, the reason that I liked the first half and I didn't like the second half is, to me, there seemed like there was a story and all of this was secondary. And then by the second right. half, it seemed like this was the primary and everything else was secondary. And I honestly believe Interesting. the story is better than the circumstances that the story brings to you. Like, I don't think this setting where they're, they're animals and prey and all this stuff is particularly that interesting. I think I genuinely believe the Zootopia movie was better because they had a, you know, they set it up like this, but they weren't trying to be like, oh yeah, they're all trying to bang all the time and they're doing all this stuff. They're not like throwing in weird things like that. They had, but they did have a mystery that they went to solve. They had a nudist colony in Zootopia. Let's not forget that. So they had a slight, they had as much, I think Disney actually tried to give as much as Disney could because they had, as, they had a nudist colony of, of, uh, of animals. So I mean like, 
that's basically Disney's version of B Star saying, "Oh, they're banging everybody." Like, is it's. It's you know it's nature, baby. It's like it's all it's all yeah, natural. I don't like, think those are like quite parallel. No, they aren't parallel, but I feel like Disney has a family friendly wall that they could never cross, despite you know there there are stories to be told beyond the family. Wall. Yeah, I think you're saying like they're leaning on the nature perspective. Exactly. In that. And I, exactly. I I agree with that. I'm just saying the reason I like Zootopia as opposed to this is because. I feel like this story died after halfway through and it just became more more about that and then this weird forced as hell romance. Okay. And then I'm so glad you brought that up cuz let's let's get into it. Okay. Um I think the story died after a moment where later spoilers. Sorry everybody, but that's what's going to happen. You should go watch it if <laughs> if you haven't watched it yet. Go watch it and come back and watch this. Um, there's a moment where Haru gets captured by a Yakuza lion gang. And Lagashi basically feels that he's in love with this slut bunny. And uh, there is a character he meets twice throughout the series. And could be my favorite character of the entire show. Big Daddy Panda Gohin, I think his name is. Yeah. Um, He's basically a big, beefy panda who is living near the black carnivore market and considers carnivorism or predatorism as a psychological problem needing solving. One, that is a very interesting way to convey predatorism, you know, is basically having a character treat it like a doctor and a medical issue instead of nature. Sure. That is compelling. Agreed. But. And they spent a grand total of 30 minutes with him on screen. Exactly. Throughout three or four hours, they didn't give him dick. The actual screen. interesting part of it, they just straight up didn't even really explore. That's, that's the worrying part, is they had something really promising right there. That's a really compelling argument. And they have illusions throughout the show of predatorism being a psychological problem to overcome for some that have it. Uh, but the slut bunny gets captured by these lions, and Lagashi basically says, I love her, I want to go save her. And it becomes this very interesting action climax. God bless you. Thank you. You're welcome. And he goes and basically fights an entire Yakuza-style group of lions. Yeah, as a, a den of lions. Wow. It's literally a den of lions to, to save the slut bunny. And I'm sorry. It just feels so like highbrow, and these people think they're so smart for this. Right. Exactly. You're totally. And it really right. bothers me because they're not smart. It, it, the action, the way they portray it, they have go. It was cool. It was cool. It was. It was a fun time. And he basically, uh, using the predatory sense, was almost like a power system in the sure. show. And I, I actually found that kind of compelling from an action standpoint, where he could basically anytime he managed to find a scent of Haru, aka Slut Bunny. <laughs> he then went into rage mode and then he could basically hulk out and or fuck anybody up. Bloodlusted. It's essentially olfactory Kaioken. Like he smelled and then he raged. It was an interesting another another interesting take on the whole predatory prey system. But he then goes and fights the main lion Yakuza boss Beats him in an epic, glorious scene. And that right there, in my opinion, is where the show should have ended. Haru and Lagashi should have gotten together. If you're going to make a romance... No, I think they leave as friends and that's it. That makes a good show. Here's why. No! That's fucked. No. Okay, let's talk about it. Literally five seconds before she gets captured, she's basically explaining that she loves... Ruiz or Luis or whatever. Ruiz, Ruiz, yeah. Um, the lights go out and all the nocturnal animals go to try to like protect the um, the ones that can't see the, in the prey, dark. essentially. Yeah. yeah, like that are from their school. They're like in the downtown area trying to like do this like festival. Yeah. They're building like a float or something. Which is actually funny. The the festival they're doing is about celebrating the meteor that killed the dinosaurs, which they consider their gods. 
like their ancestors. Dinosaurs are their ancestors to the point where they celebrate the dinosaurs. I didn't. Got... I didn't even like put two and two together. No, they say it in the show that 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 they're I making. Must a... not have been listening very much. <laughs> Obviously it not. Sucked ass. <laughs> They make a giant meteor, a giant rock in the middle of what they call the Meteor Festival. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it makes sense now. <laughs> I was wondering why there were so many dinosaurs all of a sudden. That is what that's for. Huh. So they consider them their ancestors, their deities, if you will. <laughs> I will. Anywho, <laughs> you must, you must. Um, so you really just completely derailed my thought. Sorry. You're Okay, he goes to... Um, he knows that Haru's off on her own, and he goes when the lights are out to try to like protect her or whatever. And he hears her calling oh, for Lewis. Yeah. He also knows for a fact that Lewis likes and slash loves Haru and slash and, slept with. Yeah, like a lot. And Haru <laughs> like lot. basically loves loves Lewis back. Okay, so sure, whatever. I can understand liking a girl that likes somebody else, but then he's all up in there trifling and stuff. Which it's fine to go like make sure she doesn't get killed in the dark or whatever, but she calls out for Lewis, like literally saying like, okay, clearly she thinks that Lewis is some somebody that loves her and she loves him enough that he's gonna come protect her, etc. It's not just that she called out for Lewis; she grabbed Lagashi's leg and said, "Lewis, thank God." Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Thought that he was Lewis in you know in the most extreme moment of weakness, and that actually kind of tore me up a little bit because like. I, as much as the show kind of, uh, kind of fumbled the landing, I root for Lagashi hard. Sure, he's obviously the best character in the, in the show. Like, as a man who, like, not even close. As a man who did theater tech in my youth. <laughs> oh yeah. In, in high school and college, I did nearly. <laughs> I a forgot decade. that you were like I need very. Nearly, uh... <laughs> yeah, I did nearly a decade of theater tech to pay bills and to get thrills. Not really. It wasn't that thrilling, but sometimes it was thrilling. But Lagashi and I, you know, I vibe with him. It was a very human, he was a very human piece for a gray wolf, to be, to be completely honest. Haru, absolutely not. But as far as Lagashi. She was like a weird sex doll. It was like honestly the worst. She <laughs> That's was, a really good way to she put was it. one dimensional. She was dull. She was like pure victim mentality. And like, I get it. They're going to say, yeah, she's a bunny. Of course she is. Of course. But. but- what concerns me is when you show people like the main characters of shows basically are just like completely beholden to their feelings and they'll do like they'll switch from one lover to the next in like every five seconds. So like basically what I was saying is she right after that she gets captured and then um, Lagashi goes and saves her and then she instantly falls in love with them. But quote unquote. Or she offers up her body as like a sexual repayment, there which is absolutely is. not okay. There it is. <laughs> that's the thing. She didn't fall in love with him immediately. Well, they it, don't say like, that's the problem with her. She has no real emotion. So it's like, is she in love with him or not? We don't know. Does she feel like, okay, he protected me. So now I got to bang him. I kind of think that's the answer. Yeah. I, I think because that's her natural instinct. As ter- no, It's funny. It's not her natural instinct. It's her, it's the way she would react given her predisposed actions. Like, she has built herself up to protecting herself via her body. So she would offer up her body to anybody that would come around, which is interesting in a way that's not very interesting. But she then, one of the, 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 one of the angriest parts in the entire show is that Lagashi this entire time has been swallowing his natural instincts and, you know, not eating prey, but wrestling with it the whole time. Very kind of a huge, the, the reaction to, I want to eat this bunny is not a human thing, but the way he deals with it is a very human process. But then when he finally gets to sleep with Haru and he's very nervous, <sighs> this scene was honestly as a prey. <laughs> has the reaction to shove her arm into his mouth. And then she says, I can't suppress my reactions as a prey. Ha, ha, ha. Guess we're not sleeping together. You and the audience get no reprieve. Fuck you. Fuck you. Reprieve. What do you mean by that? You, you, well, as the audience, we, the entire show, 
we have been waiting for Lagashi to get his. Basically, really, because I was not at all interested in that. <laughs> no, no, not 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 physically, just as relationship wise. He's been basically saying, "I love this bunny. I love this girl. I want to be with her." So this entire season is the audience being like, "When like will she? Will he?" The entire that's time. wild because I just wanted her, him to eat her the entire time. <laughs> You wanted, you wanted to basically for real. Like, I hate it. Haru is one of my top ten hated characters you, of all time. I was actually that would actually make for a more compelling story than what ha- ended up. Like he gave in to his baser instincts and he ate the fuck out of her. Yeah, and then that now more compelling. And then now he's trying to deal with it. He's trying to hide it from his students, like that kind of stuff. What? So what I initially expected from the first episode two, okay, or two, okay. is that he actually was the one who accidentally killed his friend, the little llama boy. That would be right, and so again, like super he was, he's been struggling with this the whole time. Then yeah. there's like sort of a mystery thing. Either he didn't kill him, or maybe he doesn't know he killed him because he blacked out. I would like that, and he, he kn- joins in the search to find out who killed his little friend. I would like that he have known the whole time and been wrestling with almost killing Haru for that reason that he did in fact kill the llama boy, <laughs> and it was oh and, so and, yummy, oh yo, so yummy, the <laughs> tenderness. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I, I don't know. I, there, there are a number of ways you can write this in a very tight uh, one season, but it's clear that the manga is way past one season. Like, it's, it's deep, dude. Like, there's a whole arc. I'm talking volumes after volumes. Yeah, it's arc. just like, I don't know. I think this is like pure Tumblr bait. Like, pure <laughs> Tumblr bait. You're right. And I know a lot of people aren't going to like that. I think you're that. right. They're really not going to like me saying that, but I no, just no. I don't see this having like actual substance, even from like a a relationship standpoint and stuff like that. Like I, if you are Lagashi in this s- situation, you do not want somebody who throws themselves at you because they're basically repaying you for a kindness. I don't think that's a that's not a win for him. No, right. No, none of this and was so a, like none of this was a win for him. Like I feel bad for him amongst everyone in the show. Like really, really bad for him because he's actually a good dude. He's a good guy, and uh, I mean he gets kind of fucked around by the Constantly. women in the show. I mean, let's talk about Juno real quick. Juno is another <laughs> too she's, aggressive. <laughs> she's a she wolf. She's a she gray wolf, and um, she is a freshman for his junior, and they and she joins the uh, theater club, the same club that he is in in this show, and. He, <laughs> She is all upon. Like she is in. Yeah, she's a uh, hot to trot. She is hot and bothered in the most you know, predatory way. Like she is ready to pounce this man. And uh to the point where she actually seems to ruin for me any kind of ability for Haru and Lagashi to be, you know, you know, socially together in season one. Which is made me very sad. The whole the whole scene where she's on stage and calls him out and says, you know, we are the predators. We should lead the charge for the animal kingdom. And he's like, fuck that. Predators shouldn't be that way. Haru, in that exact moment before he gets on stage, is like, I love this man. This wolf. If yeah, you all of a sudden, like yeah. out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. But, you know. I, I just, I cannot get over that. I know. I know. But at least I got some, so like, I felt like I got some uh, closure. Like, oh my God, she actually does care. And then Juno is just like, Fuck the prey, predators rule the world, baby, let's go. And then Haru is like, oh, that's how he thinks. Fuck me. So, man, like, that's where I feel like I fumbled, right in that exact moment where she was like, I love him. Oh, wait, no, I don't, because he's a predator. And like, I'll be waiting, basically saying, like, Netflix telling me right to my face, better fucking watch out for season two and three and four and maybe five, which makes me sad. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> like, it, it got insane ratings. I don't think it abs- – I absolutely don't think it deserves it. Yeah, I, think, I was, was going to ask. Like, if, so from a animation and art standpoint, very good. I probably think, the best CGI I've ever seen. Sure, like very, very good. I will good. say that. As- Story was – honestly, they didn't explain what happened to Lewis or Ruiz, whatever you want to call him. He had, he a, had an interesting backstory. He had a weird – he had an interesting backstory where basically he was slated in the black market to be meat. Yeah. And he escaped by stabbing a bunch of tigers in the face or lions or something like that. Um, and then a, a deer found him and was like, you've got that predatory instinct in you. Let's take you and raise you. And he did. And he's now kind of, or was kind of the candidate for B-Star. But he had kind of an 
interesting meltdown. I hated the way his story ended. Yeah, no shit. It was stupid as shit. Basically, he melted down because the mayor of this city, a.k.a. a lion that has basically praetized himself, filed down his fangs, got rid of his mane to make himself look more tame, and then told him, hey, your bunny lover, the slut bunny, got taken by the Yakuza, the lion Yakuza, if you will, uh, and there's nothing you can do about it. And if you want to be a B-star, you need to just deal with that fact. And he had a full fucking meltdown, and I hated it. I hated every second of it. Because he, he went in and stabbed the Yakuza boss, didn't he? Yeah, he like goes in after Lagashi had basically paved the way, him and goes in, and waited till they had left, which means like now nobody can help you. <laughs> yeah, and he yeah. shoots him. He actually shoots him with a gun. Oh, he shoots him with a gun. You're right. You're right. You're right. Which like whatever, fine. But there's no payoff for any of them there. Like for no one in the show. Yeah, like it was completely useless and like i get it people do useless shit a lot of times but generally it's not when they're in the den of the yakuza people yeah. don't just like literally throw their lives away like that i don't think i i think that's i agree with you is completely dumb it felt it felt forced everything about the ending for every character felt forced as fuck i think they had a really good game going they had a nice a compelling story that had a lot of human humanistic, you know, uh, uh, concepts and philosophies and storylines. You know, the the idea of act on your instincts versus anything like this. Um, but then they they fumbled the ending so hard for every single character, and that made me sad. It made me really sad because I think you know I will watch season two. I think it was still, despite that, a compelling show to watch. I had a good time watching it all the way through. I guess except for the last two episodes, but it was still compelling enough to sit through. But Ethan, for the last part of this episode, I have two questions for you. One, the obvious one, despite our issues with the show, the season, why do you think it got such good ratings? I mean, it is Tumblr bait. (laughs) It's it's killing it on every platform. Even like the ones like Polygon and okay, sorry, okay, even Polygon. Everyone who talks <laughs> about anime is saying Beastars is the one to watch on Netflix. If you had to make a case about why it's killing it, what would you say? Why do you think if you were saying, "Hey, this show is a ten out of ten, you have to write an article about why or you're fired," what would you write? What would you say makes this worth reviewing? If it had to have one. Look, if you're willing to give them the benefit of saying wow this was so highbrow it's so like smart how they used animal instincts you know like i think you can say that and you can be like wow yeah that makes a lot of sense obviously it was gorgeous like the art was good um like the representation of you know maybe a power struggle or whatever between you know seems like predators are kind of running the 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 running the show a bit and kind of going from there but, like, it's just so shallow. And, like, I feel bad that it's such a big hit and people are clearly clinging to this. Because we're the contrarians here, by the way. Because we are saying what the other Apparently people Apparently I'm not. an asshole. No, 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 not. <laughs> How dare you? You're the asshole here. <laughs> you an animal asshole. But, no, it's, it's, we're the contrarians saying and not celebrating it to the highest degree from what I've read. I've I read, honestly think it was cringy and creepy. Is that okay? You can. No, go go off, sis. Like, do it. I like, felt yeah. very uncomfortable every time there was a sexual scene. Yeah, I got I got that vibe. And I, it, like, I got numb to it, though. Like, I just kind of accepted, like, yeah, they're fucking animals. All right. But yeah. I, was, I wasn't like, oh, damn, she's thick or, oh, damn, she's hot. But, like, no. I, that, I never had a reaction. It just went from, like, this is creepy to this is neutral. This I mean, is like, I was viscerally. <laughs> Visceral? Like. <laughs> uncomfortable the first scene where she just drops her knees and gets naked it's like what the fuck that was very uncomfortable i think later later on and then like when they're when lewis and her are getting it on they're like saying some creepy shit and then i'm just like this is bad i got numb to it until the yakuza boss wanted to strip slut bunny down and bathe her in rose petals and then he eat her naked that was weird 
that got weird that that's where it went from oh i'm neutral to this to this is fucked i'm uh, this is fucked again i'm done um yeah i mean that was obviously <laughs> wow yeah, it's pretty bad um i i think you hit on a good point i think a lot of people celebrate this show because as per usual shut <laughs> mouth. i gotta do it <laughs> you have to do it to them they basically are all celebrating the show because it goes to places that stories like zootopia could not but are naturally getting to right i think that they are exploring the most adult and mature side of a society with anthropomorph with furries. Let's let's get it through. Like with anthropomorphized animals with furries. And it's something that can't be touched by shows that can make it animated as well as Disney. But they can touch it and they made it look good, visually good. It was a good the see like, like and I have to say now, I do not like CGI. I hate CGI. It's it's trash 2D for me, baby. But this show was the first and maybe the only truly compelling work that made me say, huh, maybe CGI could work. Like, and, and that was why I, that's the only reason why I celebrate this show is visually it is absurdly stunning. I think it's fantastic visually. Um, I mean, dude. What? what? I, I just feel like this show could be better as not animals. And you're leading into my second question. And they could have kind of portrayed this predator-prey mentality a little more, like, less on the nose, a little more like, like, I don't know, like, it's not compelling, I don't think, for humans to see this. Like, I think if you did, like, Power Struggle, where, like, yeah, the rich people are clearly, like, have a, you know, power cut above, like, the, the, you know, plebeian masses i think people could 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 resonate with that more i don't understand why people are resonating with this situation i think potentially like it was i think a little raunchier than most um anime are able to go just because they're animals i argue not i think it was and just i have a sneaking suspicion that it's that is a large portion of why people like this uh Oh, dude, it was cr- In- interesting. I think it was way more That's interesting, way more sexual than most anime are allowed to go. I, I, I actually don't I don't think that Um, I honestly think that it just felt more in your face because they're animals. I think a lot of slice of life romance can get this raunchy, but it doesn't feel the itchiness doesn't feel uh, it doesn't feel so apparent or at least a, a hallmark of the show. But because it's animals and they went there made it like oh they're so bold they went so crazy but you you touched on another point where when i see shows of a more mature or actually have a narrative that use anthropomorphic animals my first and only question is this can you tell just as a compelling story with the narrative you have with humans instead of animals zootopia disney's movie i argue you couldn't because it actually utilized a lot of nuanced, you know, animal characteristics into the narrative. This show, however, I think you can tell the story with humans and it'd be just as compelling. Arguably more so. Like, Lagashi being a guy who is just as psychopathic, he's like wrestling with murderous intent. Sure. Yeah. I think it's better. Yeah. And he like nearly kills Haru, a normal little girl, at his school. But he doesn't, and then his psychopathic, murderous intent kind of gets mixed in with his romantic love with her, and it doesn't have to be predator-prey. It can be just a a troubled guy. Well, it's more compelling because there's people out there that literally cannot tell the difference between whether they, like, intensely love somebody or if they want to hurt them. Like like I said, it's two two sides of a similar coin. I think this is not a story that is not told, like, if you watch uh, in, in... what is it, Investigation Discovery Channel or whatever? <laughs> the ID channel, like, yeah. Yeah, people that love someone so much, quote-unquote, that they're, like, psychotically, like, controlling them and stuff like that. Right, they that lock them in. happens all the time. They lock them in. They put them in the basement. They feed them to tigers. Or, I don't know. Or There's they'll, like, whole... abuse them psychologically, stuff like yes. that, to keep them coming back for more. There are... I think that's totally a story that is worthy of being told. So yeah, I don't so... like this story because the they kind of portray Haru as being the one in the right here. And I, 
be just because she's a victim, quote unquote, because she's prey. But I think, but like I said, every beat of this becomes more compelling with a human cast, right? I think Haru's character even becomes more compelling. Well, we can relate for one. Right, someone who has been victimized to the point where they turn to their own sexuality as a defense mechanism. Instead of it being, I'm a prey, it's, I have gone through some shit. And that's a much more compelling way of, of telling every single beat of the story, but just making it human. So it is a little bit disappointing. And I think there's a lot of interesting, like, I think the only reason why the animals as characters work is because of the world building. They built a world where, oh, you're the beast star. You're the one who is... Like, what did the beast star even fucking mean, by the way? I don't know. Let's let's start, like, just saying, like, you're the beast star. Is it uh, really one high school in one city in one country is the beast star? Like, fuck me, Like I I said, I could not figure out what the hell it was about, and they didn't explain it for shite. Yeah. Um, So, I mean, it it, it troubles me to have a story that I argue is a good story. I think the characters were good enough. The story was good enough. I think using animals to tell it. What was good about this story? It was literally a, a love story. It was a love story, and I think that was it. And it was there were some funny moments, and I think they had really good ideas about predator and prey. But I think if they, like I said, I was about, I was about to get to, is if you used humans, the story that was already, in my opinion, solid would have been elevated so highly, like like a true, actual classic, in my opinion. And everyone's celebrating it right now as a classic. I, I like legit didn't think it was that that good. I like, think it was solid. I it, think it was solid for what it did, but I think it could so, have done so much better. That's all I'm saying. It made me sad. In terms of like the relationship, the love, like you know stuff like that, I think Toradora is similar. Like it's not this bestial thing, and it's not like yeah, it's not like a prey predator mentality. There's nothing like that. It's just like these two people trying to like get woo their people that they like. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah, I think that show destroys this show. Like, I, I agree. absolutely kicks its I agree. ass. I agree, and and it's and it's important to recognize that. I think part of it is, um, you know, the characters in Tortador is more compelling. They're funnier, um, and uh, the story is just more humanized. Maybe for the very merit of using human characters. Like, I got nothing against anthropomorphic animals, but you have to use them in a way that's actually compelling. And this one just didn't hit the mark here's the other thing yeah why at no point was Lagashi like hey you don't have to like give it up what do you mean he did though a couple times he did the, like the first time they met he was just like uh deuces like no, he, he was weird he never like came out and said that he well, never said like value yourself well he was also going through his own journey of assertiveness like he was like being assertive as a predator is actually a, a societal destri- a detriment like it's not good to be assertive as uh, a predator i guess to a certain you don't degree. have to be assertive if people are throwing themselves at you what i'm saying is if he values her he thinks she's cool whatever where was that like closed loop where he's like hey haru value yourself you know if they close that loop the show would be over well That's this the show blows <laughs> <laughs> and they'll, they'll do it later they'll do it later he tried but he'll they'll do it later did you did you have a favorite scene like if you had to pick a scene that you like the most in this particular season what would you you know grab out and show it to the world. Um, I know mine. I know mine. Jeez. Well, first of all, I like this puppy friend. Jack? Yeah. Jack was so cool. He was he was cool. He found him with bunny porn yeah. and was like, oh. Dude, we should talk. Dude, we need to talk, dude. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He was like the best of friends. Like, he was the best friend. Um, um, I guess the scene where, so, Ruiz gets hurt. And can't can't be like the lead of the play, so they give it to Tiger Boy, Bill, Bill, and um, what's his face? Lagashi is the basically the guy fighting. He's like the he's like the villain, right? Right, right. The villain fighting the uh, the lead who is now Bill, and Bill for whatever reason had like some kind of blood on him. So in this world, it's like snorting blood. You can in this world, <laughs> illegal drugs include uh, the blood of prey, like herbivores and people who aren't predators. You can get their blood, and for predators, you know, inhaling or tasting this blood will trigger the instinct senses in your brain, and you'll get more virile. It's almost like cr- it's basically crack. Like you basically get right. more 
you know, get more hype. It's like bath salts. It's it's you know what, <laughs> Ethan, you damn right. It's essentially animal bath salts. Of so course. he has this blood, and Lagashi being someone who is infatuated with a bunny, the slut bunny, if you will, uh, is very against the idea. So he is pissed the fuck off at at Bill. And what does he do to get his revenge, Ethan? Um, I don't really know. He go- they like they fight in yeah, the go- middle. The thing is, he goes on stage and he's supposed to fight him. Oh, like play fight, and he play legit fight. fights. And got he, it, got it, got he it. He beats the fuck out of him <laughs> while he's punching him. And then you know, Bill's a tiger, so he's just naturally monstrous. He doesn't have as many quick instincts, but he is a freak beast of a of a of an animal of a person. So. Right, so he like gets his ass beat and he's like, all right, fine, I'm gonna like actually fight back now. And he scrapes the living crap out of uh, Lagoshi's bucket to the <laughs> to the point where he is. His vacuum is scarred and bloody and bloody as fuck. So and then Lewis comes back on the scene with his broken leg and beats his ass in play says, fighting. Yes, I am the true whatever, yeah. whatever. He improved <laughs> and won the crowd over yet again and becomes the king of the school once again. Du so Blinier. yeah, so um, that might have been my favorite scene because it it was a compelling kind of like uh, again. That was another scene where I was asking, could you make this a human scene? And I think, yeah. 100%. Another, another kid at the school was like, I can tell you want to kill people. Like, I can feel it in you yeah, because yeah, I want to yeah. do it too. And that would have been a very interesting twist. Like, it would have been cooler. Yeah, it would have been much cooler. Because then that- you'd be like, wait a minute, did you kill the llama boy? Yeah, ex- <gasps> exactly. So the, the, the thing with predators and animals being characters, these things are assumed. But when they're humans, you can't assume that. So the twist of him being like, oh, I know you have the same instincts as I do, would have hit so much harder if you were a human-to-human interaction instead of a tiger-to-wolf. Because, <laughs> of course, they have the same yeah. fucking instincts. Oh, no, they want to eat meat. Oh, wow, they want to catch their prey. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of beats here that would have actually landed harder if it were humans. And that's not saying that just because, like, oh, animal characters are weird. It's... That they do work in some situations. Yeah. But also, not this like one. visually, um, the scene where he jumps over, he like the first time he attacks Haru in the dark and it's like foggy. That was pretty rad. They like animated the, that to the absolute nines. They that did was like great. cool, um, kind of like accents to his eyes and stuff as he was diving through, you know, space. And, and like, that moment where he's sitting there and like wrestling with his own like personification of his instincts, where like another wolf is talking to him. That was pretty rad. That's what I'm saying. Visually. Just like eyes to screen, this show is sublime. Like it's great. Yeah, it's good um, for sure. They, and then like, um, dang it, there was one more. Oh, the OP. I think doesn't it is like a claymation. It's, it's like claymation or stop motion. Again, it's very celebrated good. as one of the good o- best cool. OPs of the year, maybe a couple years. And I agree. Um, it's it's quite good. Uh, very cool. Very good. And I, I like. And I'm I'm a big fan of like the kind of jazzy big band style. I mean, that's uh, if you ever watched a. a Battlefront, Blood Battlefront Blockade, or uh-huh. Blood Blockade Battlefront Triple B, as we call it in our in our group chat. <laughs> the second one, yeah, the second one. Um, we uh, uh we love the ED of that, which is Madison Square Garden. Um, the the first ED. I don't know if you ever heard it. I I definitely shared. I mean, it. I watched the show, so yeah. It's it's the one where they're on all on stage and they're doing like kind of duets with each other, and hmm. it's like a kind of jazzy big band. And I'm not putting uh, two and two together, but I think um it's a little like JoJo esque, like very yeah, bombastic. Yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. So it's got that vibe to it. So I'm into the the visuals and the music. Uh, the score is great, but outside of that, it starts to fall short, which is sad. Despite all the good reviews. What's your rating there, Rick? Ooh, I was hoping you didn't ask me that, but uh, all right, I'll do mine. <laughs> out of a hundred dead llamas, um, seventy-four. Wow, I know that's uh, it's a that is actually lower us. than I thought you were gonna that's say. A little lower for us, but I mean, it it scores big marks in the visuals. It scored big marks in uh, you know, individual characters. Some of them, but not all of them. Uh, the story was solid, but it fumbled the landing. It didn't. It didn't quite land for me. And I know this is season two, and I will watch season two in pure hope that Haru gets her shit together because she can be a good character if she gets her shit if she gets her shit together 
That's my whole thing. Okay, so, I will say it is 69 dead Harus out of 100 dead Harus. That's a sex number, my dude. What yeah. the fuck? I, uh, guess, uh, I guess this show really rubbed off on me. I'm a complete <laughs> oh, no. DJ now. He used rubbed off. That's another yeah, I'm a sexual DJ. term. He's a deviant in his own right. So 69, that's actually, again, lower. I would thought you were going to come in the low 70s with me. But you went lower than that. I was actually going to go 72, and then I'm like, sex number, haha. <laughs> it was within, yeah, it was it was within the enough. realm of the sex number. Yeah, you just had to it like, was within the tolerance band, I'm so I just it. pulled it down. <laughs> pulled that whole shit um, down. The other thing I'll say is I will watch season two just because I have a podcast. Um, we do? Yeah. Oh, hey, what's good? Oh, yeah. hey, guys. <laughs> what's going on? Uh, and But other than that, like... If Haru doesn't die in the next season, I'm going to freak out. I'll actually lose it. YouTube gang saw me fall the fuck And over. you know what? If she doesn't die in the next season, I would I'm actually be so down it. if Juno dies too. Because she was so aggressive and annoying. Now, see, I think she didn't work in this season, but I think she will be a huge hand in the next season. And I'm actually excited to see her role. Because also, like, definitely creeped out. They kept saying, wow, she's so beautiful. It's like, it's a fucking wolf. It's a wolf. Who do... Chill out. Like, I don't care. And they, like, put blush on her and she stuff. Ain't, she ain't... Th- like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I didn't <laughs> have the... I didn't so have the, weird. I didn't have the compulsion, like, oh, she hot. She's so... She, yeah, she's yeah. so thick. Like, you know, if, if you got, like, uh, a Gama got killed and you get some of the characters on screen, I'm like, yeah, they fucking... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they fucking thick. But... You know, with this show, like, they're like, oh, my God, she's so beautiful. Aesthetically, it was good looking, but I didn't get, like, oh, damn. But, like, we, you didn't feel it. Or at least I didn't. So I'm like, I didn't okay, feel okay, very cool. <laughs> she, mount, she mounted Lewis in that one scene, but it was definitely not even sexual. They yeah, tried to make it that way. Mount. It was a very, it was a, yeah, it was a death mount. It yeah, was a yeah, threat yeah. mount. Aggressive mount. So, um, man, we gave our thoughts. Uh, we will watch season two. I, I think it's important that we do, uh, given all of... The, the news. I think we have to do it for the culture at this we gotta point. We got to do it for the culture. We got to do it for the people that don't think this was like a good show. But I would, <laughs> but I would, but I would argue that we we are very contrarian on this particular. I don't show. know how. I mean, I, I mean, I guess like in okay in the comments of this video on YouTube. Yeah. Please tell us why we're wrong and why it was so good. Seriously, slam us. I know. And tell us. I know. Danny and Sam love this on Anime Summit. So I don't, please is, tell me why I'm wrong. I don't hate it. A 74 isn't hate. It's solid. It did it, not That is reach, definitely a solid number. It didn't reach the acclaim that all of these, even my anime list, it gave it an 84 technically out of 100. The fuck? <laughs> Which is basically a 95 because that's more than 8.5 some of the, is 100 on my anime list. That's more than some of the best shows we've seen last year. Yeah. How the fuck is that real? So, you know what? <laughs> Slam us. How's that for real? Yeah, how's that for real? Slam us. Tell us on well, YouTube. Don't slam us. No, no. Just tell us why we're slam wrong. Slam us. Email us. Instagram our D, like DM our Instagram and everything. Just tell us why we're wrong because I want a compelling argument about why this show should be celebrated the way it is. And if we can't see one, then we're right. And that's uh, yeah, true. We're kind of right. If you don't so. say anything, uh, I'm right. We're right. Uh, and maybe Ethan 69 is the correct number. Yeah, I guess I'll go on Mal and change it. <laughs> Give it a hearty 699 yeah, let's hack in and change it. <laughs> I'm into it. You got any more questions? No, nah, man, I'm good. I uh, I, am ex- I I want I want to see <laughs> I want to see season two. Like that's the one thing I want to. I don't do, want to see it, but I will watch it. I do want to see it because there's a lot of things they should have wrapped up they didn't, and uh, here's the hoping it's a better season. So, I I think that's it. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to us and watching us. If you're on YouTube, hey. Uh, thank you for seeing my caveman face. Right. It'll, it'll only be getting more caveman as the quarantine continues. Stay at home. Wash your hands. Listen to podcasts like ours. Yeah, specifically. Um, <laughs> uh, we just recorded a podcast uh, guest spot with Anime Compost. You should go listen to their stuff. It's fantastic. Uh, uh, if you want to just listen with your ears and not your eyes, go ahead and check us out on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. Po- uh, what's some other ones we have? We have some more now. Uh, anywhere you get your podcast. Yeah, let's just we have say some, that for now. Yeah, for now. Well, we have others. So anywhere, more places you get your podcast. Podcast. I would say generally wherever podcasts are promulgated. Yeah, for sure. Um, but you know, thank you guys for watching at home. Please like, comment, subscribe, hit the little bell button if you want to be notified every time we do upload a video. Please. Do we are that. planning to do a tiny bit more video, a tiny bit more 
podcast, potentially bonus Thursday episodes. When we're in quarantine, we got nothing but time on our hands. I wouldn't go that far, but we do want to make I sure have that nothing we can... but time on my <laughs> there hands. There we go. <laughs> so you'll be a little bit of Rick rants, which so is probably what I'll do. Uh, we'd like to maybe. I mean, obviously, this is gonna change your life, but <laughs> I don't know. Give you give you another like hour or thirty five minutes, whatever, of just like turning off your mind and talking about anime. So. Yeah, some loose form stuff, but I think that's good for bonus episodes. So you can just listen to us rant while we're watching in quarantine. Things we can suggest, stuff in our backlog that we have yet to hit until the world's been ravaged by a virus and we have time to stay inside and hit our backlog. So. Uh, we will give you the recommendations that your professors will provide. Uh, if you want more eye candy, go to our Instagram at webology.podcast. We got memes on memes on news, news. and updates on the coronavirus situation. Um, I might bleep through that out. Through the format of meme. Yeah, yeah through the format of meme. Uh, if you want to hit us up directly, which we have had people do now, thank you for actually emailing us. Webologypodcast at gmail.com. You email a show, we will watch it. Probably next episode, we might talk about the one we got suggested the first time for the first ever suggestion. Yeah, totally. Um, we'll see. I haven't watched it yet, but uh, I think I will. I'm halfway that, through. Now that Food Wars is done, but we won't reveal which show it is quite yet until the next episode. We may have already <laughs> said it, but I don't care. <laughs> I don't think we have. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, but until that next episode, I'm Ricky. And I'm Ethan. And this has been Weebology. Uh, deuces. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Go inside. Face mask. <laughs>